guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Oh, this should give you the willies. What? Oh. A coffin. Coffin? Yeah, I mean, that piece of our bodies in it. So terrible. Holy good tonight. Good tonight. It's a black magic. For those who love him. <laughs> For those who have the guts. The most hideous scheme in the history of mankind. That's just the wind. You're getting closer and closer to the most unnatural kind of death. You'll scream too. His power is stronger than stronger. His might shall last longer and longer. Satan! No! You never look tonight. Kill me. I don't see death. You know what the most frightening thing in the world is? <clears throat> I peaked in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm always peaking. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well, behind the curtain. Sounds you know, kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Macabre Cast. We have a very special guest today. Uh, welcome. John from the Film Fights podcast. Uh, introduce yourself, John. How are you doing? Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is John O. Rodriguez. I am uh, the co-host of a uh, podcast called Film Fights Podcast, where we take two movies, pit them together in a brutal grudge match to see which one comes on top. Yeah, it's very fun. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out the last episode, by the way. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you really put yeah, us to task fun. there, actually, I'd like to say. <laughs> Uh, but that's all right. <laughs> you gave us homework, which I don't appreciate. Uh-huh. Hey, man, I I, I was uh, <laughs> I was kind of choking during the show because I was like, oh, quick, I need pull, to know right veil. now. <laughs> pull the veil back on what we don't know, which is vast. <laughs> man, we just used that show to uh, uh, try to get Frank Wilker's lawyers to contact us back. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I love the image on it, the, the little... Uh, yeah. The logo for it is, is awesome. Oh, you could thank, oh, thank Matt for that. He'd choose that. Oh, neato. Yeah, Way you. to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, this is not Frank Walker Wonder Hour. This is Macabre Cast, right, Matt? That's right. That is right. And we are going over a special movie that um, holds a a very, well, special place in our hearts for me and Ozzy, Fire in the Sky. Yeah, we, could, uh, we, we don't have to hide anything right now. We could just say off the bat, I love this movie. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna save that till the end or anything. So this is gonna be a big gush fest for me the, the whole time. I don't know if you guys yeah. want to hold on to that. That's fine. Well, Ozzy actually introduced me to that movie. Did I? Yeah. Have you seen that the movie, sense. John? I yeah, I saw it. Um, you know, years ago, probably when it yeah. came out. Uh, when yeah. I was a little kid, I, I remember the trailer more than anything. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, like there, there are certain trailers like from, you know, when you used to have tapes back then, you watch them over and over, uh, that kind of oh, stick yeah. with you. And that, that moment where, you know, the light gets them and he, he flies up like that is yeah. just burned into my memory. <laughs> oh, so many of us from that era, that, that, mm. um, that image of, of Travis Walton, like arm shooting back in that yeah. beam of light is just like seared into our our memories it's crazy uh, uh, how effective that is um, i know at least like four people that this movie gave them a supreme like like extreme phobia of being abducted by an alien 
Oh yeah, especially during the time when like you know the the, the internet wasn't around, so everybody wasn't you know uh, on point as far as aliens existing or not. Of course, like they yeah. do now, and no one cares. We were uh, a bit more skeptical back then. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we went by hearsay and rumors. So this was basically uh, fun a, times. <laughs> a biography. This movie. <laughs> it is yeah, absolutely is... <laughs> biography. <laughs> Bio, a um, biopic. <laughs> yeah. So this I have, is based on. Okay. Oh, go ahead, Ozzy. Well, I was going to go into that, but go ahead, Matt. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fire in the Sky, nineteen ninety three, is based on the uh, the story of Travis Walton uh, from a abduction story from nineteen seventy five, um, starring DB Sweeney, Robert Patrick, Robert Berg, James Gardner, and uh, Henry Thomas, who's made a comeback. Uh, directed by Robert Lieberman who uh, his biggest thing since then has been directing D3 Mighty Ducks sequel. <laughs> That's so bizarre. Oh, by the way, if you want to be more specific, I am holding the DVD in my hand, and it actually says November 5th, 1975, at 5.49 p.m. So if you just be more oh, specific okay. about that. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I guess they knew that time. It's a real document, you know? It, yeah. that, makes it, that makes it more real. Yeah, they have a time here. Um, have you ever read this book, Matt? Or Fire in the Sky? Jono, have you ever read? Have you ever possibly read Travis Walton, the <laughs> Travis Walton experience, or whatever? Are you a big alien book reader? <laughs> oh boy, let me tell you, uh, I'm a big uh, Travis Walton fan. I, uh, I, I'm, I keep the website. You know, I keep the lights on on that. Thing. Yeah, I can see the I want to believe poster behind you. Yeah. <laughs> I was X Files? Did X Files come out before this or, or after this? It was a couple it years before. before, right? Yeah, I was X Files ninety one, yeah. and this Robert was, Lieberman actually went on. I think it was eighty nine. Uh, do an episode. Uh, X Files was eighty nine. You got to be kidding so, me! Or ninety, eighty nine or ninety. Um, but yeah, it's Ooh, okay. it's, it's old, and uh, I, I wouldn't and be this... surprised if Fire in the Sky uh, mostly got greenlit because of like the success of X Files. Like we got a lot of alien. You're probably movies right. Yeah. I think that's 90s. a good guess. Yeah, ninety three is when this uh, Fire in the Sky came out. Well, I I know for a fact that um, Robert Patrick went on to get cast in the X Files because of his performance in this movie. Real quick, did oh, wow. you say fire in the guy? <laughs> no, that was the. I thought uh, you said fire. That was the porn remake. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it was. Porn parody. Fire in my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! That'd be yucky. Um, I was such a big X Files fan. Oh my god. I was. T- I was too when they in the beginning when they were more like monster of the week. But when it started getting too embroiled yeah, too. in in the in the whatever the fuck was going on with the. Yeah, CIA. Oh, dude, I was the there for the whole I, I, thing. I lost it because I wasn't able to watch uh, all weekly. So, no, eventually, I, agree. I lost mainly the, the Monster of the Week episodes. Is why I tuned in. Like, I mean, I I, I liked the mythology, but I think once uh, after the season premiere of season pre- premiere of season six, I kind of dropped out because. It had been building so much, and then it came a movie, and you thought you were going to get answers, and it's like, nope, watch season six, and yeah. then you watch the premiere, and it's like, yeah, we're still in season one of what we know. <laughs> well, in that case, let me for the next three hours, let me go over the whole uh, story for you guys of X Files. Oh yes, I can. <laughs> okay, would you please? Yeah. First of all, <laughs> that'd be great. I could talk oh, all man. day about I, the uh, the thing episode. I can't remember what it's called, but. 
the one where you know it's basically the thing, but it's X Files. Gosh, I don't oh, remember yeah. that. It's it's a it's a it takes over cells and stuff. That's yeah, radical. the one and, that and, the one that um, always sticks in my mind is the the shit monster one. <laughs> yeah, I know, oh, I know. The, you know what I'm uh, talking about. The parasite yeah. one where he's in the sewer. Yeah, that one. Where he can become yeah. other things, or is that a different one? The guy who could shapeshift. No, the one that he was a shit monster and he lived in like porta potties, and it made me. It made me. (laughs) Yeah, he was made of shit. I think he He wasn't made of shit. He he ate it. Then he fed off of it. So it it truly is. You are what you eat in that situation. Yeah, (laughs) scared me out of porta potties um, for a long time. Not that porta potties were already terrifying already, without a shit monster (laughs) in them. Oh sure. Um, so the uh, the Travis Walton story has been one of the uh, sort of uh, tentpole stories for the whole UFO community, and Travis Walton has not changed his story. There's a lot of back and forth about his polygraph tests that he's taken. Uh, he says that he's passed them. Some people say, well, those don't hold up. They're bunk. Uh, he did one uh, recently, about maybe 10 years ago, where they, they said that his story was fake, uh, that he was telling a lie. Um, but, you know, as far as let's not focus on that as much as the movie itself. Um, this this movie is fucking amazing to me. I, I loved it. This movie is amazing. I think uh, I think a big part of why it's amazing is because the filmmakers veered so far from the actual story. Um, you don't yeah. want to talk about it right now because you know that it's boring as fuck. And the filmmakers knew that shit, too. Oh, they sure. they thought Walton, his they uh, thought his account was so boring that they changed like almost every <laughs> bit of it. Are you saying Hollywood lies? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't change so, stories up. <laughs> uh, yeah, Braveheart's true, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Gladiator is so totally true. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, completely absolute true account. <laughs> <laughs> no lies there at all. Yeah. For, <laughs> No Freddie merging Mercury of just scenes. got sick, he, 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 and then he died. No, we don't know what happened to him. <laughs> we have no idea to this day. <laughs> uh, he got abducted by aliens. <laughs> I think. It, yeah, end. he got replaced. Yeah, that's where the movie Fire and the Guy came from. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fire Island and the Guy. Uh, Low-hanging uh, fruit. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, basically, the story is a group of... Um, uh, Lumberjacks? I don't know what you call them. I guess lumberjacks yeah, are, are that's, contracted that's what to loggers. Yeah. Lumberjacks, sure. Saw guys. Uh, yeah, they're contracted to go clear Tree this uh, area of forest. Um, in the process, White Mountain. They're sort of setting up in the movie these different um, uh, conflicts that are happening between characters because that comes into play later. That they might be uh, trying to cover up a murder. But um, what it all leads up to is uh, Travis Walton, who's sort of this dreamy, like dreamer, daydreamer character. Um, he decides that he's going to uh, go out of the truck after they see this craft. I don't want to get right into it, but yeah. So um, what? A, you want to go through this whole the whole plot right now, or can I just stop you? You can stop me. Would you get out of the fucking truck? What is this guy doing? Why does he get out of the uh, goddamn truck? Is 
It's curious. Are you getting out of the no. truck? But I'm a coward, so. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Jono, there could are you be... getting out of the truck? Well, there could be money in it. You know, there could be money in, in discovering whatever this is. So I, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm at least, you meant like, I'm at least intrigued. Like the UFOs dropping money. <laughs> <laughs> it could, it could well, be I money in it, like a big pinata. <laughs> if I hit it with like a stick, but I don't know. Coins fall it, out. It could be a broken arrow situation, and it could be a warhead that I could like sell on the black market. <laughs> oh, sweet! Uh, those go for was, a pretty penny these days. That was happening a lot in 1975, right? <laughs> Now I just keep having that scene of of John Travolta going, "Yeah, ain't it cool? Ain't it cool?" Over and over again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. It's not cool. It's so not cool, <laughs> man. Uh, John Travolta. You know, he was. Yeah. Um, John Travolta is the reason that um, President Bill Clinton fell on me once. Oh, did that I'm sorry, happen? What? <laughs> Please elaborate. It's John Travolta. It's John Travolta's fault. <laughs> Wait, Sean Travolta <laughs> or John? Tra- the lesser known, the lesser known, Sean Travolta. <laughs> Wait, can you elaborate on that? I was at, I was working an event. It was a it was a Hollywood salute to President Clinton. This was okay. I think I think this was like a year or two after his presidency. No, real true story. <laughs> I didn't know he was an actor, Bill Clinton. <laughs> wow, <In a> Hollywood <laughs> tribute. <laughs> well, the Hollywood loved the Democrats, you know. Mm-hmm. So. um... So they had him up, and they raised a bunch of money for some kind of fucking fundraiser. I think it was—I think it was act what they were actually raising money for—is um, the fundraiser to get Hillary um, elected, elected, or nominated oh, okay. at least. They were starting her her journey, I think. Then, anyway, a bunch of celebrities were there. It was this big event, and I was tasked with because I was working um, for a sound engineering company at the time, and I was tasked with running uh, cordless microphones from point A all the way over on one side of the event to point B all the way over on the other where p- people were waiting to do toasts and speeches and uh, I had zero seconds to get these things across like um, fucking 500 yards of party uh, so John Travolta can start his speech and everyone was waiting on me and so I felt an urgent need to get over there and it was very crowded Oh my God! Where is this guy? <laughs> and um, there, there was a there was a pool. It was around this swimming pool um, next to a house, and the the walkway between the swimming pool and the house where I needed to cross to get over to this sound booth um, was pretty narrow. So I started going anyway and busting through crowds. When all of a sudden the doors for this house open up, and all these black suits come walking out. Um, with the little things in their ears, they're obviously like so- secret service guys. Yeah. A sea of people, but I, my lizard brain was like, oh, "I have my task. I got to get it done." So I'm literally like <laughs> ducking down, crouched over, crouching down, and walking through this group of people, you know, heads by their asses and stuff. And um, while I'm crouched down, I feel a surge of bodies just like flood on top of me because what happened is. Bill Clinton walked out with his Secret Service people, and the whole crowd rushed him while I was hunched over behind him, and I didn't know it. And when the crowd rushed, they pushed this guy over. So all of a sudden, here I am with the weight of this grown man just, like, on my back. And I'm almost falling over, but I do a shove like that with my elbow to shove this guy up off me. Like I'm, Get off of me. Like I'll I'm in some kind you. of mosh pit at a Pantera <laughs> concert. And... uh 
And when I looked behind me, it was it was Bill Clinton that I had shoved off my back oh, with wow. a good old where did he touch right you? elbow. <laughs> yes, on the doll. Please show us. I'd rather not talk about that right now. <laughs> where did he put the cigar? <laughs> I would love if uh, did Bill Clinton turn to you and say, "Do you know who I am?" Did he give you one of those? <laughs> I, I wish not, something sir. like that happened. But he was like, "Oh, hey, oh, thanks for the ride." Oh. Like you know, he's just smiling and, and laughing the whole time. Uh, uh, yeah, cl- and he plays Bill. a sax and he plays a sax <laughs> solo, and I'm like, "Fuck you, rock, Bill Clinton." He played the solo to Grease Lightning while John Travolta danced on top of a car. Yeah, and he had a skateboard. He grinded the, you know, Secret Service guy. <laughs> Extreme! <laughs> yeah, because this was the 90s, right? What you were saying? Oh, yeah, he had one of the, he had a Rastafarian hat on. For <laughs> Bet you know reasons. I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> you fucking narc. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who's got that sweet bud? I How have you not told um, me that story before? You never asked. Oh, fair enough. Hey, has a president ever fell on you? Well, <laughs> how do you bring something like that up? I, somehow I worked it in. I guess it was because John Travolta. John, have, have any ex-presidents fell on you? We need to have more conversations about you? John Travolta. Uh, yeah, I've never had a president uh, or ex-president now you feel, uh, fall on now me. Now you feel compelled I'm... to ask everybody because <laughs> yeah. you never know. Just to be safe, I did receive a certificate from Bill Clinton, so I have his autograph on a piece of paper. Oh, so nice. I, uh, it was a uh, it was for school. I, when I apparently I was smart in school when I was a uh, an elementary, and I got a certificate that said, "Hey, you're real smart." Here, the president said so. So that's kind of fun. <laughs> that's all it said. Well, yeah. if the president says so. Yeah, yeah. I'm the president. I think you're smart. Yeah, you're a smart kid. Thanks for being a Texas kid. <laughs> Is he do- doing the little thumb thing? Yeah, he's doing the thumb thing. You know, you're doing real good out there, real good. <laughs> so I've Can actually I have your mom's number. <laughs> I've actually got Fire in the Sky on right now as we speak. It's on my little portable oh. DVD player. Show- Have you guys ever heard yeah, of a digital it. video disc? You guys <laughs> ever heard of that? Wow, that's a little fancy. You're talking fancy talk. The DVD yeah. video, yeah. digital versus. Well. <laughs> They can't. Ozzy over here living in the future. They can't. They can't take this shit off their servers. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> I've got it forever. Physical media, hoorah! Um, this yeah. is hard to find. This is a hard to find movie to stream right now. Did you take a look? <clears throat> There's a lot of movies that are hard to stream. That's why having physical media is the best. It is the uh, best. You know. You, you know what's hard to find? DB Sweeney's career. What happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> or Julia Sweeney, for that matter. <laughs> That's true, yeah. What happened to the Sweeney's? <laughs> oh, that sounds Does like a movie. Know? Did he have a sister that was working also? I don't know, Julia yeah. Sweeney, or do I? Maybe I need to see a face. Uh, do you know Has Julia Sweeney ever fell on you? Have you seen its past? Well, no, that's why I don't know. <laughs> oh, Julia yeah? Sweeney. That's Julia Sweeney. Oh, oh, I see. It's one of my okay. favorite 0%. Rotten Tomato movies is It's Pat. <laughs> I've seen the first half of It's Pat, and I shut it off. And that was <laughs> that's, a, that's a good decision. That was yeah. when I that was when I should have loved it though, because when did that come out? I was like fifteen or something like that. Uh, yeah, that was early nineties, probably ninety three. It, it probably released the same weekend as Fire in the Sky. <laughs> oh, yeah. so I was busy watching Fire in the Sky. Exactly. See? Oh. Sweeney oh, could you Fire imagine if it was Pat being abducted by these aliens? <laughs> instead I think of Pat was an alien. 
Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, the movie yeah. they cannot make today. No, absolutely no, not. No, no. Uh-uh. There are so many of those from no. the 90s. What, oh, what, yeah. DBC. what would film fight um, It's Pat, by the way, Chano? Yeah. Um, what would you put it up against? I, I would probably, That's a tough one, huh? Yeah. I, well, actually, I'd probably put it up against um, like another SNL movie, like Stuart Saves His Family. Good call. Oh, yeah. Like, like lesser known SNL movie, you know, not like Wayne's Definitely. World or something, obviously. No. Um, yeah, those would go hand in hand, as in we don't want to talk choice, about it. something <laughs> yeah. really serious. Yeah, it'd be a <laughs> Sophie's shit. Which one? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I guess so far as to say that like most SNL movies are lesser known SNL movies. Am I, yeah. Am I making that up? I might yeah. be. Um, not necessarily. I mean, Wayne's World obviously uh, is the go-to, but yeah, Night at the Roxbury and Superstar. Who cares? I yeah. Oh know. yeah. Embarrassing. Yeah, I don't know. Embarrassing. Oh, that's right, Superstar. That was supposed to be a big deal at the time. Yeah. People told me it was supposed to be good. Yeah. Um, Fire in the Sky. It's it's hard to find streaming right now. I guess, I guess, it, does it have to do with popularity? Maybe, because this movie's got, what, a five, is it got a five out of ten on IMDb or something like that? People don't love this movie. I don't, well, people either well? love it, people either love it or hate it, I think, is one of these things. Or don't remember it. It's got a six point five. Maybe. I mean, it's a Paramount feel- movie. Maybe Paramount Plus. Maybe you could email them and say, "Hey, this is missing from your collection." <laughs> oh. I'm Ozzy from the DB Sweeney fan club, and I just want to <laughs> you bring want your my- attention to this flagrant yeah. oversight. You want my five ninety nine a month, right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. God, first, Sweeney. first the cutting edge, and now this. Would you stop emailing us for crying out loud? <laughs> oh, the cutting. The, the edge. cutting edge is the premier figure skating movie of my time. Oh no, You're, no, I, Ice Castles. I think is the is the one. Ooh. What's Ice Castles? Ice Castles. It's got. I don't uh, that. It's got uh, Bobby Benson in it, and uh, I can't remember the lady. She she's a figure skater and she goes blind in an, a freak accident, but she continues to skate even though she's blind, and she doesn't tell anybody. It's, Please tell me that somebody sliced her eyes with the skate. It's really whoa. Is that how it happens? No, she that just happens like, all the time in figure skating. Oh yeah, I mean look what happened with uh, Tanya and Nancy. You know, yeah, Why? skate right to the face. Um, well, I, you know what? Actually, a cutting edge um, is possibly possibly part of the reason why I was interested in this movie when it was coming out, uh, because I recognized D.B. Sweeney from that movie, and it, it's only because that movie was made for moms of the '90s, and I had a mom <laughs> in the '90s, and you know, and it was definitely she watched that shit all the time. So uh, she we, did. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely! Yeah, my mom fucking loved that movie, circa nineteen ninety three or whatever. Get out the of the house! I'm watching Cutting Edge. <laughs> so I, so I naturally um, saw it a good number of times. Yeah. Um, oh. Just because it, it was on in my household, um, so I recognized DB Sweeney. And I don't know, what, how old was I when this fucking movie came out? Ninety three. So I was eleven, eleven or twelve when this came out. Oh, okay. And, um, um, 
Uh, you know the the things the things that attract me to a new movie when I'm 11 is just someone I'm familiar with, really, more yeah, than anything. Yeah. That's kind of how. And it also, works, yeah. I was a huge Terminator fan at the time, and I was super into T2 at the time. And there's Robert Patrick. There he is. Yeah, Robert Patrick sort of kills it in this movie, right? He super kills it in this movie. I think they're yeah, all on good. point. I think all of them yeah. are on point. They all do a pretty good fucking job. But I'm looking at this movie through rose-colored glasses, and I could admit that. Like, I have so much nostalgic love for this movie that I, I'm i a bad <laughs> judge, <laughs> you know, of... You can't look at it for what it really is. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. I, I, I always heard that D.B. Sweeney was really hard to work with. Well, maybe that has something to do with why he doesn't have much of a career. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it happens. It's yeah. like uh, the Katherine Heigl thing, you know? I mean, it's a more modern yeah. version of that. I don't know. <laughs> One day you're on Grey's Anatomy, and the next day you're doing NyQuil commercials. Oh, you know what he was <laughs> in after Night this? Court. Is that is that he was Night in court. that? <laughs> the new Night Court, Jesus. The new Night Court. I forgot oh, that they the brought the dusted is that off and brought shit. it back. Well, why would anyone expect otherwise? What? Who is that yeah, even yeah. for exactly? Because Nightcore was like a little, you know, it's it's sort of like our generation who they're playing the nostalgia to, and Nightcore was a little early, I think. Even no, yeah, that's like for for like eighties kids. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. Well, well, like I don't think kids watched Nightcore in general. I think that was for like parents to watch because it was so. like. Uh, excuse kid... me, I watched every fucking episode <laughs> of Night Court. <laughs> I mean, I watched With it too. My dad. I didn't watch all. Of it. I, I saw just, it too. I I've saw it as well. It. Yeah, but it's no, Chano, you're right. It's not meant for us. It was never meant for us as children in the '80s. No, it was meant for overweight kids so, who <laughs> didn't want to leave the house and were stuck yeah. in the house with their dad. They watched I mean, Night Court. Okay, Bull, well, Bull you might have closest. something there. Bull was the closest you got to Bull. like any kind of children like paying attention to it because he was silly and he was you know bull yeah. was definitely the anchor yeah i think i saw one episode where he showed up in a man diaper for some reason that sticks in my head oh god <laughs> he's wearing just a diaper in court i couldn't i don't what know about the dry witty humor of john larroquette <laughs> oh he was <laughs> great you remember it's funny you remember so him in good. second sight I, I freaking love that movie uh I have not seen that. No. Oh, it's 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 dumb, but it's got a lot of great performances in it. I think you know, especially with uh, what's his name. Uh, I'm spacing on his name, but he plays the psychic guy, and he's very silly. He's, he's uh, there's uh, a psychic involved in, in in the story. Yeah, it's a psychic detective story. It's like a comedy action drama. Hence the thing. name. Hence the name Second Sight, I guess. Yeah, gotcha. but it's uh, Balky <laughs> from Perfect Strangers. It's a movie. Ooh. Oh, Second Sight. Uh, yeah. Bronson Bronson Pinch Pinchot. Yeah, Pinchot. Pinchot. Yeah. Pinchot. Yeah. Pinchot. Yeah. Pinchot. <laughs> if you're from the Midwest or Texas, yeah, I'm, I'm in Illinois. <laughs> 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 Pinchot. Pinchot. It's got that Stuart Pinchot. <laughs> it's got that Stuart Pinchot in it. <laughs> it's a real funny movie. It's got the guy from Night Court, the lady who goes on to uh, <laughs> go in three bin and a little lady. It's a her in it too. It's wicked awesome. <laughs> that's not the Midwest. Wait, yeah, that's uh, fuck you. That's By way of Boston. <laughs> but, yeah. Once, once you're in that area, Boston and Midwest just go together. Okay. It's just, it's you know what? All all dumb accents just go together, right? You know. That's true. Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. Even um, down here in, in Texas, you got a stupid accent. You know. 
<laughs> oh, you, you all definitely have a stupid accent down there in Texas. <laughs> yeah, because you know when you when you when you uh, play the game, you know you just go out there and win. You know you pray to Jesus and uh, you just go out there and win. <laughs> so I feel like I'm watching a baseball game God. right now. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so fire. The there's, some good, there's, some, there's some good accents in, in there's some good accents in fire in the sky. By the way, all these guys do uh, a good job. Um, yeah. Well, I guess James it's their draw. Awesome oh, oh, James Garner. You almost good. forget yeah. that he's in it. Yeah. I, I, did he die? He died. Did he? I don't fucking yeah, know. Probably. <laughs> Poor James I mean, Garner's going to listen to this crying. <laughs> well, you yeah, always right. know. We always know when someone's dead when uh, on Wikipedia, it, it, the picture they show is like the picture of them when they were in their 20s. It's like, oh, they're probably... Their young self. Yeah, their, their young <laughs> self <laughs> when they Uh-oh. were doing Westerns. <laughs> this is not looking good then. Yeah, Uh-oh. he died in 2014. <laughs> the picture's from 1959. It's been a while. Yeah. Damn, that's a good... I didn't realize that. Oh, man. John just turned me on to some new Wikipedia fact. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's something fact. I noticed recently. It's like, uh, if they're still, like, I, I mean, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I don't know why that came to mind. She's been, uh, she won an Oscar and everything, and it's great. But yeah, obviously her Wikipedia has her somewhat current. And I'm like, oh, man, are they going to use the picture of her from Halloween, like, one, like, when she dies? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That'd be so strange. I'd rather, she looks great now. I like, I like her. Yeah, Ozzie, they, they should pick something from her from a YoPlay commercial or something like that. It'd be fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that what she did? YoPlay? No, yeah, it was some kind of yogurt. Oh, Activia. Activia. That's what okay. It is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Paranormal yeah, I mean, I Activia. Get, I gotta get up on my yogurt game. Um, <laughs> you sure do, especially if you have bowel problems. I think is what that's. Yeah. Called. <laughs> I wish there was a yogurt that made me shit. <laughs> You're in luck. You're in luck. Yeah, uh, I should. So I should I, be clear. Sorry, Ozzy. I, I should be clear though uh, that I, I have not recently watched this, and I'm not very familiar with uh, Fire in the Sky. But I do know it. I just want to yeah. make sure, or at least, or at least you remember the intense final twenty minutes of this movie. At least yes. you recall yeah, you- the third act, like it's seared into your brain. It is like because the... oh boy that third act I mean I mean they play on it like um, the box itself has a quote that says the last ten minutes are so terrifying you'll be gripping the edge of your seat oh man <laughs> it, it's true it would have been great if the cover was just DB Sweeney holding a chainsaw like chainsawing a tree <laughs> <laughs> like what is this fucking movie about yeah. um, man there are some moments when they're doing the logging. Um, that um, I I thought someone could get easily hurt, and you could have you could have some kind of like fucking Twilight Zone the movie situation on your hands real easy when they were doing that because they were even pulling stunts like they'd drop an entire tree like right next to DB Sweeney, and I was having a hard time telling if it they put a stunt double there to stand next to a tree that they fell. Which, in that case, like, that's incredible that you would say, like, okay, drop that fucking tree, uh, and I'll stand right here two feet away from it. Uh, I don't know how they did that. sick of D.B. Sweeney's shit and told him <laughs> to stand over there. <laughs> there were some moments like that that, like, I guess you wouldn't think about, but um, they're dropping an entire, like, redwood tree next to this stunt guy. Or maybe it was actually D.B. Sweeney. 
And um, I didn't know that you could sure. be that precise with where you're going to drop a tree, but maybe these loggers just know their shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. If you knew, if only you knew the the if logging only industry. I knew. The, it's what math, these bro. guys do. <laughs> no, that's why yeah. I'm not a logger. No, it's because I don't like physical no. labor. That's why. Um, we could go over that over our logging podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you got to log into it first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, show's over. I'm gonna have my cord stuck in my fucking head for like six hours. It's great. So, Listen to remix version. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> the dubstep. <laughs> Did they do that for the new show? I, is that what is happening? I haven't seen the new show, but is that oh. what's happening? They just add a little like... That theme song might be the most I remember about Night Court, actually. Oh, yeah, you don't remember um, what's-his-name from it? Anyway, I... <laughs> no, I don't. The... God... Uh, the, the judge John guy. Ritter no you, oh, uh, Harry, yeah. <laughs> Harry Harry yeah, Harry, um, uh, uh, Harry Anderson guy. Anderson yeah uh, anywho yeah. Uh, he just died another recently, dead actor he? I know damn it damn it um, that was back in the day when I you know, the only reason I watched that show is because we only had five channels to pick from especially when it was like 10pm or later and you're still up if you're a little kid with a TV in your room and you can't sleep Oh, you're watching. You watch you're watching Nick sky? at Night. No, you're watching Nick at Night. I, oh, I, I yeah. grew up on the the many loves of Dobie Gillis and fucking things like Night Court and like that. I watched all I those shows because we didn't have anything else to watch. Yeah. Lucy, of course. Did you ever um, see anyway. the Gary Shandling show? That was good. That came out. Oh, I loved the Gary Shandling show. That, I loved that show so much. Anyway, I I I was blown away when I found out that his name wasn't actually Gary Shandling. Like, yeah, I and, didn't know. I thought it was a real guy because I was a dumbass kid and I didn't know any better. Oh, me too. And the fact that his name is Larry Sanders furthered very close. my dyslexia because I kept <laughs> – I, I would be like, hey, look, it's Gary Shand – I mean Larry Sanders. Gary Landers. Fuck. Gary La- <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets worse. <laughs> Sherry Landing. Sherry Landers. Fuck, damn it. <laughs> Cherry Landing. Damn it. <laughs> Dude, can oh, we talk man. about this abduction scene? Okay. Yes. Oh, you want to talk about oh, fire in the sky? That's weird. Why do you want to do that? <laughs> First of all, I want to talk about how dirty these aliens are. Their ship is so gross. Can't they clean this shit up? They're dragging them through that hallway, and they've just got fucking dusty junk. How do they get dust in space? Is there dust in space? Yeah, it's space yes. dust. Why is it so dusty? Space. Everybody oh, knows well, about okay. space well, now dust, that you say it that way, space <laughs> dust. Now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> their, okay. their ship looks it's like very uh, dirty. like a bug hive mixed with like a lower intestine of someone from the Midwest. You mean the inside? <laughs> the inside of the ship is that right? The ins because the outside yes, of the ship yeah. is very bizarre looking. Like you never really get a good look at it. Um, but it, I think it's powered by hot lava. I think or something. <laughs> it's got a hot lava yeah. bottom somehow. It's weird, or it's Kirby yeah. Crackle. I think. I'm not sure, uh, but you know what it looks you like? You remember when you, you used to go to the skate rink and you get those little fucking rubber bouncers that was like half a ball and you turn it inside out and put it on the table and it shoots up in the air? You know what I'm talking I about, right? I do know yeah. what you're talking about, yeah. That's kind of what it looked like, is one of those things. I like to imagine well, it uh, launching like one of those things up into space, like... Bleh, bleh. 
<laughs> it would get abducted. <laughs> so, what would you say, spaceship uh, comparison, uh, uh, close encounters ship versus uh, the fire in the sky ship? Oh my god! Oh, I mean, close encounters. close encounters. That thing was so wow. detailed. Is that me? Is that uh, Sid um, Mead? Does he did he work on that? Am I wrong? Uh, I don't know if Sid Mead designed that or not. I'd have okay. to look that up. Yeah. I, whatever he designed, they probably just added so many things on it. It didn't look anything like the original. That one looks so cool. I mean, it has R2-D2 on it. <laughs> it has R2-D2 on it. Oh, and you're then, right, Stephen. Uh, sorry, Stephen uh, Udvar, is he? Is that, some, is that sound right? Some foreign guy. <laughs> is that the designer? <laughs> yeah. Of the ship, yeah. Right, right. <clears throat> um no, that ship is so much more iconic and cool. But you, I mean, oh, again, sure. you don't really get a you don't really get a good enough look of, of what the Fire in the Sky ship is, which I think works towards no, the movie's the advantage. It works towards the movie's advantage because if they that'd be like explaining the inside. If they showed you the outside, that'd be like having to explain why the inside looks the way it does. And I, I think mm. that wouldn't work out. I don't know. It leaves more mystery. If you if you were actually encountering that shit in real life, you wouldn't get a good look at it either. So it really helps oh, put sure. you the, there with with the characters in their situation and seeing it from their perspective, which which helps. Yeah, like getting dragged through, you're getting these little glimpses of like all the shit left behind from all their victims, you know, mm-hmm. like the shoes and the glasses and all that stuff, and it's all covered in space dust. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're really upset like, about uh... their messy ship, aren't you? <laughs> I am. So well, not only like... that. Not only is it dusty, but D.B. Sweeney starts out, he wakes up in that fucking slime pool, and he's, like, covered in KY jelly or something. Mm. Or he's covered in snot, and then he then he runs into a, a rotting corpse, so he's got corpse meat all over him. It's really gross. Yeah. yeah. Get your it is really gross. I don't think about just... I don't... <laughs> corpse meat. I don't think about just the overall ickiness of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I wonder how many fetishes this movie started. <laughs> don't yeah. <laughs> like, a lot i mean no, what like, kind? you mean with goo movie, and yeah i think no, all like fetishes they... come from the 80s and 90s movies you know hellraiser yeah. you got your fire in the mm-hmm. skies you got your uh you know uh, three men and a little lady i mean there's all kinds oh. of different types of fetishes. okay <laughs> i'm sorry what? <laughs> i don't know why that's on my mind today it's very strange <laughs> i've not seen that is in that years. the next episode of uh, film fights is three men and a little oh, lady oh no no, we will oh, not okay. discuss that or the ghost in the previous film or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, now, okay, you brought it up, so now you have to discuss it. Oh, the ghost. Shoot. Well, all right, I got to call Conrad. I remember up. that. <laughs> that shit was in our, our that shit was in our local newspaper. I, I remember that happening. Oh, whoa, I read really? about oh, that. Shit. Yeah, it really was um, in Orange County. So it's not like um, we didn't have any other news that day or anything. There was probably way more important news, but they chose like right on the front cover to do the fucking ghost in ghost in the window of that movie. There was some uh, forest fires or whatever. Did you guys see the ghost in the movie? (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) Well, I mean, what do you got? People watching. (laughs) What do you guys have? What do you guys have a harder time believing in? Aliens or ghosts? Uh, Uh. Ghosts. I believe in aliens more than ghosts. Well, here's the thing. Uh, aliens literally do exist, but they're like microscopic. Who cares? 
But ghosts, it's hard to get a handle on that unless you're talking about it from like a phys- uh, a physics kind of level. Like I, I like when movies talk about like ghosts. energy. Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. How we break down and our energy doesn't really go away. It just kind yeah. of turns yeah, like into something else. It's such an intense energy because of the mm-hmm. death or whatever that there's kind of like a an echo of it. Like it's non-threatening. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the best I yeah. think ghost exists is a non-threatening energy field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I should add uh, that I, I believe ghosts exist too. I just think that aliens are probably more likely than ghosts. Sure, I I have a hard time believing these kinds of things because I like I like to s- see firsthand some stuff. Oh, so yeah. you're calling my show bullshit? Is that what you're saying? I, everything you say, every single every single <laughs> syllable that comes out of your fucking mouth. Um, oh, I, I did see a, I did witness a a ghost phenomenon of some sort uh, when I was no a little shit, kid. Tell. Me, shit. me and my two sisters. We uh, so apparently, and this is all again like from the days of when hearsay and rumors. Uh, mm-hmm. My my dad's house. We, we, we're more we susceptible, would, uh, you know. Yeah. We were at his place uh, every other weekend or whatever it was when your parents are whatever and you don't care. Um, we were there. That's my and, parents, yeah. <laughs> and the story goes, <laughs> the house, uh, the people before he had the house uh, was a couple, and the man murdered his wife and then hung himself. Um, what is this house shit. like? Set, set up set up the house. Is okay, it, the house. Yeah, the you picture. have close it's neighbors? Like, is it old? It's downtown. It's Fort Worth. It's an old mm. house. It's a cheap house. Like it's it's. We weren't doing too good back then, if I could just say. Uh, so it, it's you know cockroaches and you know uh, it's kind of gross. Um, so it's kind of a rundown, spooky house. But it's mm-hmm. innoc. I'm sure if I went there now, it's probably innocuous and like, oh, it's certainly old and gross, but it's not spooky. Um, well, anyway, our dad was out drinking because that's what he did. And we were there alone, and uh, we were in a room, supposedly the room where it happened. And uh, I don't remember what I was doing. I was doing something, and my two sisters were arguing. They were just like, blah, 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 blah. And then they immediately stopped arguing. Mm. And I was like, oh, weird. And I turned around, and they were, like, spooked. And I was like, what? What's going on? And um, there was a picture frame on the bed. And they said, "Oh, the picture frame from are the, you the oldest? The are you the uh, are you the oldest? Of I'm your the youngest. youngest. I have a twin. I have a tw- uh, yeah, I have a twin, yeah. but uh-huh. she's technically older. or Whatever, who cares? Uh, but there was a photo frame that <laughs> flew from the mantle and landed on the bed, and it flew okay. right between them. No shit. Now it could have just fallen, but either way, you know, we were like ten or younger, uh, and so." It was spooky, and we and we was like, "Oh, the ghost is trying to tell us to stop arguing." So you yeah, already were familiar with the story at this point, yeah, right? You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and we just thought, "Oh, that's our older brothers," you know, telling us, "Uh, you know, trying to scare us and stuff," which it worked. Uh, but mm. then after that happened, we were just like, "Okay, yeah, we, Dad, move out of this gross place." Mostly because yeah, of the cockroaches, the out of me. but also because of the ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they were ghost cockroaches. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was cockroach. Oh my god! It's a Joe's apartment I don't see why situation. They can't be ghosts. The cockroaches pushed it over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could be Joe's yeah. apartment. Holy shit! I didn't think we'd get a Joe's apartment <laughs> reference on this episode. Oh, if you well, got me Matt. on your show, you're going to get all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> Just full on Joe's apartment references. Deep dot. Deep cuts. 
Joe's yeah, apartment. Deep, like like uh, in trail cuts though, and not even the good stuff. <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Um, I, I want to get back to so, this fetish thing real fast. Hold on, so let me finish this. Oh thought. yeah, do you? I want to get back to fire in the sky. What are you it, talking it, about? It connects into that. Okay, let's so, see. It. There's a Make scene it where he gets they strap him down onto the the slab or whatever. Ooh, it is getting to, to that. Wait, let me take my pants off. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Mm, yeah. I'm ready. So they put that plastic <laughs> sheet over him, and then it starts sucking the air. Like it starts. Uh, collapsing around his body and getting sucked in. God you know? damn, that scared the shit out of... Okay, I'm going to stop you yeah. right now. We're just going to talk about how much this scared the shit out of me. Honestly, in all honesty. Everybody. Right? Like, I, you are not okay. expecting this end to happen through through the most of the movie. It, I mean, it's mostly like a, a police procedural. Yeah. Through yeah. most of the movie. That's what it is. It's like, it's really... It, the event has already happened, and now the the remaining men have come back into town, and they're trying to convince the town folks and the local sheriff and some other cop that they brought in from like North Dakota or something um, that they yeah. that that this happened that it was an alien abduction and they didn't murder straight up just murder their friend, and so they're mostly going through that until like the box says the last twenty minutes or something when he's got his flashback and you finally see his account of what happened in the ship even then it's still the movie still keeps it pretty ambiguous about if it happened or not you know that's his memory but it has a weird it has a weird time, way of, of it has a weird way of going about ambiguity i think they fumble up from time to time and there's inconsistencies and sometimes you're thinking like you know why, why am i seeing this, them having this conversation not in front of anybody important, like to themselves, or is the film? Are the filmmakers trying to tell me that they want me to believe that they all believe? Or it, it kind of gets a little jumbled with what the filmmakers want you as a viewer to believe. Yeah, I, um, I don't really. Do you know where they're trying to land, Matt? Like, are they trying to make you believe that? Do they want no, you? To, do I, they want you as a viewer I think to they're think trying to keep it ambiguous? For whose sake, though? Because they're showing uh, us all this shit, and the, they're talking about the flashbacks, and they're showing us all the scenes, and they're showing us what they say happened. So then why do they keep going to, uh, they keep doing things to let you as the audience question whether or not, oh, what, did this actually happen, or did they murder him? When, like, nothing has made you think, like, oh, they murdered this guy. Yeah. I don't know like why the they do contact. it. How is it like the movie Contact? Uh, yeah, so, I'd like to know how. So, <laughs> <with you. laughs> Hold on. I remember having nightmares at the end of Contact. <laughs> and you weren't really watching it, were you? Oh, no, I was not. <laughs> I had some nightmares. So, Dad? okay, so the movie Contact, it's a lot of this, especially towards the end, it's a lot of back and forth. This Did this happen to I had nightmares Elliot about or not? Jake Busey's teeth coming at me in the night. Like, <laughs> Every single oh, no. day. No, my face. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Matt so, go on <laughs> so at the end you know they're thinking oh she, did she just hallucinate this and at the very very end they said mm. well there was three hours of recorded silence so it's like okay it's pretty much confirmed but it's still up to you whether this happened or not mm -hmm. I think they're trying it's the same thing with this movie they're, they're leaning you towards it happened but they're still keeping it ambiguous to it's up to you yeah, I guess they can't really lean too heavy on on the audience 
you know, with the whole they killed him angle because we all know the fucking guy's alive. Yeah. Right? He, uh, Travis Walton himself actually makes a cameo in the church scene. Oh, you don't say. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. He plays one of the town people. Oh, okay. Mm. I'll have to look for him next yeah. time. You know, I haven't really, for as much as I've, as long as I've loved this movie, I've never really looked into much behind the scenes, which is odd for me because normally I'm all about that. If I love a movie, I'm diving right into like behind the scenes, who made it, I'm following that director's career now, shit like that. Well, um, if you want to follow this director's so much career, this it's going to be a bad time. <laughs> well, I, damn. I, I guess not. Um, but has he done anything else worth mentioning? Robert Lieberman? Not, not as a joke, uh, I, but seriously. I the thing. No, not as a joke. Mighty Ducks. Nope. <laughs> anything worthwhile. Lately, he's just been directing uh, Hallmark love story movies oh, damn for, it. for Christmas time. Man, he's probably rolling in the dough from that shit. I bet he makes so much money just directing like twelve movies well, a year for Hallmark. Well, I, you know, I think um, that's job security. The, the cinematographer probably had a way more interesting uh, career, though. You know, he was. It seemed I, like he was. I uh, just in noticed bed with... that. Do you yeah. want to go ahead and, and sit, tell the people who this guy oh, is? Sure. Yeah, he uh, seemed to be real uh, tight with Sam Raimi. He's a, uh, Bill Pope is the cinematographer. Bill Pope shot Bill this Pope. shit. Bill Pope, right? Yeah, Bill Pope. He I just saw on, that wow. too when I watched it. Yeah, Dark Man, Army of Darkness. Uh, oh. You know, he was there for uh, Spider Man Two. Did the, he shoot the maybe Matrix he do stuff on the Matrix? The Matrix, pretty, pretty sure, and, and yeah. the original. Yeah, uh, all all the Matrixes. Is Matrix? Sure. Uh, he did. Yeah. And here's what's interesting. Try. But here's what's interesting is that he had a small stint in doing like fun. Movies, Blank Check and Clueless. He was the cinematography <gasps> for. Really? Yeah. Ooh. And then, uh, let's see what he, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Can you believe it? That's wow. like that's one of my. fascinating. That's one of my oh, favorite well, Edgar Wright movies. Did he not also shoot um, Into, the Wor- uh, Into the World? Did, didn't he shoot that one? The World's Pretty End? Sure. He, oh, he yeah, did, World's yeah. End. Yeah, I'm seeing it now, yeah. And he that might have been the, the first time that he worked. They work together. Did that come out before or after Scott Pilgrim? Oh uh, no, Scott uh, Scott Pilgrim's uh, twenty ten. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. They came, they came before. Yeah. Before. Which uh, is an so amazing picture. Man, he's he's definitely the name to talk about in the in the the below the line here. Well, are above you the sure line, you want but... to talk about that and not Christmas in Tahoe from twenty twenty one or <laughs> yeah. Love on the Road? Yes. No, I, I, I no, I stopped at the World's End. I don't care about <laughs> the Jungle Book. Oh wait, Baby Driver. You know what? I stop at Baby Driver. How about that? <laughs> oh man, I still haven't got to see that movie. Oh damn! Really Actually, to. that's a that's a beautifully shot movie. That's so strange. Yeah, How does he yeah. do these really cool movies and then ev- like every other movie in between the cool ones are like these who cares movies? <laughs> Matt, I need I need to make rent. Uh, Matt, that's also, yeah. um, you and I were recently speaking about Cujo. Did he not shoot that one as well? Didn't we see that it was one of his early jobs? Who did we? Bill Pope. Yeah. Who yeah, did we discover yeah. shot Cujo? And we were. Uh, I think I don't think so. Hmm. Who am He's I not listed of? here. No. Oh, Tak Fujimoto. I think is the guy who shot. Um, it's very easy to confuse them. Shot Kucho. Yes. The names are so similar. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Um, yes, Bill Pope. He does a good Abduction job. Scene. And it shows. Some of these shots are great. Like, even the night shots. Like, it, 
they really do a good job making it look like a fire in the sky. You know, I love I love them driving around the mountains and just chasing after this red light. Like that's so much fun because that's like if you think about your true experiences with like a UFO or something like that, really it's you seeing something and kind of like chasing a light. You know what I mean? Like in yeah. in a lot of ways, that's probably what would happen if anything happened. I would love to see um, a UFO. So that's such a cool way to I know. I've always waited. You, you know, there was a time when I was um, very skeptical about UFOs. And it, it was, so like, I, I was, I believed in aliens pretty heavily when I was a kid. And then I convinced myself that it was not true. And then this movie brought me back into it. No joke. Like, um, yeah, it was, it, I think it, it did it a lot of people. It scared the shit out of me. And I, I started to become like a believer again. Um, after watching this, because I, I like know. how the all the alien stuff in this movie is different. How you're expecting it to be like they're they're like straight up villains. They don't look like regular aliens. They got like they sort of look like Joe Biden. <laughs> they, <laughs> they do kind of look like Joe that? Biden. Oh yeah, they look, look at like that. Joe Biden. Hey, let me just hold up a picture here. Yeah, please Let's see for yourself. <laughs> look, corn Corn Pop was a bad dude. You can just hear him saying oh, that. Wow. It, just, I'm going to take a picture of this and Photoshop on some aviator sunglasses. It, yeah. Licking an ice cream cone. Uncanny. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Um, but this, this, wow. This, these are not the kind of aliens you want to run into. And it, it's but, funny because they don't... I mean, a lot of aliens you see, like aliens that come to mind in other movies, like the Xenomorph or something like that, they're usually more like monsters. You know, it's more like a monster. The aliens yeah. in Independence Day or something like that. Yeah. Um, it, it, they look cool though when they're they're doing all the shit to him on the table and they're like looking at each other. They look super menacing. Incredibly menacing. It's terrifying. And they're and naked. Like exacting. Like they like can't even. I, all this mm. technology and mm-hmm. <laughs> they, I don't know. I would hate Joe Biden the to be leering over me and doing experiments. That'd be awful. Uh, <laughs> to, 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 uh, take uh, take off your clothes now. <laughs> a greased up, slimy Joe Biden. <laughs> the cool thing about this is he, when he breaks out of it and he finds their little like aviation area and then sees the suits and the suits look like classic grays. That's cool. Yeah, you're seeing those things and you're like, yep, that's an alien. I've seen those before, you know, on yeah. all the I want Which, to believe stickers and stuff. It's actually a part of Travis Walton's story is him coming across those suits. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. I like that Ooh. because it sets up it sets up like um yes, you're familiar you're familiar with this image because it does exist and this is what people have seen because they were wearing these spacesuits. I think that's a fun little little touch. Yeah, but inside they're just little hairless joe so so do you really think do you do you really think that they're menacing or do you think or do you think that they're innocuous and they're just doing like experiments or do you think they're evil as shit okay (laughs) they're like they're looking at him through they're like oh yeah cut his fucking eye now oh my gosh Yeah, yeah stick the thing in his eye and they're all like looking at each other and he's on the table yeah, that could, that could be it could be evil because you know what he's screaming through the whole thing. You would think they would do something to like knock him out first, but I think they love the screams. And then they like they need to put that thing in his mouth and they put a bunch of diarrhea in his mouth first and then shove that thing in whatever that stuff is. Oh, that'll show. It's up. not yeah. diarrhea. <laughs> it was diet some other diarrhea. Diet diarrhea. It's, it's 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 Activia. Oh, uh, it's like. <laughs> 
It's like congealed Pepsi or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's Pepsi concentrate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you got to add water. Um, look, we've all been there. We've all shoved <laughs> Pepsi concent- syrup in our mouth in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. You know, that's those, what sodas, you do. those soda streams just suck ass and they just don't work. <laughs> no. You get, get it right eventually. You're like, God, I can't make it. Just <laughs> No, what you do is you go, like, you know, those self-serve soda machines, those old ones. What you do is you pop open the the label thing and you get in Mm -hmm. there's two nozzles one for the soda water one for the syrup you manually pull just the syrup yeah yeah i I used to this man knows how to soda oh yeah i I used to work at pizza hut no big deal uh and (laughs) and me and uh hey calm down we don't need a braggart (laughs) don't go flexing your your career okay it's insider trade information no big deal Uh, well, I did. I myself did pest control for like the better part of a decade, and the amount of times I've seen literal fly larvae and maggots growing inside of syrup streamlines, um, I'll never oh, drink cool. from. Sweet, thank you for that. <laughs> I'll never drink from those machines again. Uh, That's great, thank you. Not at a bar, not not beer from a tap. Forget it. Get bottles. <laughs> I'm just telling you. No matter where the fuck you are, get a bottle. Make make them open Some it in front of enjoy you. Enjoy the maggot taste, Ozzy. <laughs> okay, fine. It, it guys... adds to it. <laughs> yeah. That's why you go Live to it Sonic. It, there's a reason it, it yeah. tastes different there. <laughs> it's just like the worm in the tequila or something. Yeah. I guess. Well, I'm glad maggots in your soda draft anymore. beer. <laughs> oh my gosh! It just just get it get it from the can. Get it from the bottle. Open it yourself. That's yeah. all I'm saying. You heard it here, folks. Ozzy knows what he's talking about. That's Bottles and cans gross. only. <laughs> There Jeez. are maggots in your soda. <laughs> there are maggot turds in your soda. Is this a, a conspiracy thread we can yeah. get? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, you know what else they did good in this movie is the zero-G stuff. That was so cool. Yeah, you don't really expect that to be happening, and then all of a sudden, like, he floats around, and you're like, oh, they're in space. Awesome. Like, that's all they need yeah. to do. They're dragging him through that hallway They took off thing. with him, and that's scary enough. That's scary enough just to know that you've waken up, and you're not definitely not on Earth already terrifying you know mm-hmm. yeah like him floating through that big uh beehive thing with all the bodies that are trapped in there but it looks it looks pretty realistic mm. yeah it looks so good was that that must have been one massive set i guess yeah it had to be it with, didn't look like it was a uh, green screen or blue screen whatever they're doing back in the day no not at all i think they built a big old set and had them up on some wires with that or something uh which is fun that's I the wish they'd do, do that kind of stuff more often. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I like great those when organic-looking spaceships. Yeah, it's great when you do see that happening, like like practical effects and stuff like that. Because it's because like I, you know, watching a lot of movies and 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 uh, being a, a nerd about like the production side of it, I love like mm-hmm. whenever I see something, I look for the lines, like the composite lines or like oh, uh, yeah. any kind of stuff, and I'm like, whoa, this. This looks this looks real. They 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 built a scale set. This is cool. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. especially in the '90s, that you could see those those boxes pretty yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always <laughs> good to know that that was a little model that someone built. You know, that's always fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, this I love how simple this movie is. You know, because I I, I know we've a lot of, we're talking a lot about the end with the aliens, but the first the first two-thirds of the movie are super intriguing and like i get hooked it's not what you're expecting and i think that's why mm-hmm. it gets such a low rating is because people just want more fucking alien action in their alien movie 
Yeah. And then they're Char- met. They're met with this. Well. They're met with this character development procedural lie detector test thing in mm. town, and I think they're just a little bummed out by that. But they're wrong. <laughs> they're absolutely <laughs> wrong. That's where the meat of the movie is, and I I would go so far as to say that you wouldn't care as much about the end if they hadn't set you up like that in the beginning. Sure. Yeah, I do. I, I do wish that they would would have been a little more close to his actual story what he saw because he according to his story he did see some other strange things like he encountered the tall whites which is an ongoing um mythology and in, in ufo um communities like these really tall uh beautiful white aliens that look like they're from like norway or something well that's what that's what pop out in in the ship in close encounters at the end yeah, they, they mm-hmm. had all different kinds in Close Encounters. Well, yeah. they had the little greys. These guys were definitely little greys, more or less, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, or like in Crystal Skull, you know, you had the, the tall white skull. What movie? <laughs> uh, the Kingdom of the Crystal... Uh, Indiana Jones uh, and the Crystal Skull. I don't know that um, movie. You're blanking Sorry. on me. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I might have dreamed it in a, yeah. in a fever yeah. dream years ago. We'll leave, we'll leave it at that. Moving on. <laughs> um, anyway, <coughs> just got a little nauseous. My, my stomach. Um, oh, that's weird. <laughs> um, oh yeah, Ozzy's terribly sick right now. He didn't miss say anything. I'm doing fine. <laughs> Kong. Oh. oh god. Um, man, that uh, you know what? That by the way, Indiana Jones. They put out that teaser for five, and I was Ooh, like, yeah. I was like. Whoa, this actually looks kind of cool. Maybe they're bringing it back. Maybe they're bringing back the indie that I love. Look at this teaser. It's kind of cool. And then they put out a full-length trailer, and I was like, okay, fine. I was fucking wrong. And there's all kinds what of terrible happened? lines. Oh, I don't know. It's just it didn't hit me the way that the teaser did. They put out a second one, and I was like, ah, oh, I see what you guys are doing. It, it, it looks a lot more like Crystal Skull and... I don't He's know. Like Nazis, I still I, you hate know, these I, guys. I was, they had me for a minute, and then they lost yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it... Uh, best case scenario, it'll probably at least be better than uh, Crystal Skull, but Are that's you not sure? that's not saying much. No, I, I'm just saying, like I, I think mean, they brought. Yeah, do they bring because... David Co- David Kep back to write? I think. Well, I'm just saying George Lucas doesn't have his hands on it, so like that's oh, already that's, that's gonna make already... it worse. It's... <laughs> what? No, he, he had. He had terrible ideas. <laughs> like it was because no, his ideas me, I are have wonderful. All the best ideas. <laughs> his ideas are wonderful, and they're created in a vacuum. Oh, time will tell on Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that he he didn't have uh, dollar signs for eyeballs. He's super original. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, I just I just know that if it's Star Wars without George Lucas being involved, then it's not my Star Wars. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, you need at least a little George Lucas in Star Wars. You know, even even if the prequels are not, you know, super great, I'll, it's like I'll take them over anything that George Lucas is not involved in. C- yeah, because I think I think what it is is his imagination works if it's funneled through like, you know, somebody else. collaboration. You know, writing, yeah. uh, designing. Yeah, but directing. he fucking fired that guy after Empire Strikes Back, so <laughs> <laughs> there was no. 
Return of the Jedi and on, there was no buffer. It was no. pure it was Lucas. Not, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. You see it. You see it in, in Jedi. You see it in the prequels. You see, you it, see in, it in Jedi. That, it, that he, yeah. And you definitely see it in Howard the Duck. So uh, the point is... <laughs> oh, stay with me here. Okay, Ewoks. Okay. This is not Star Wars. That's fine. Fine. It, oh, boy. What if what if it was a bunch of Ewoks in the Fire in the Sky ship, and that's what you saw? Just ripping them up. <laughs> just eating or his a bunch flesh. of Howard the Ducks. <laughs> cooking cooking <laughs> them on a spit. <laughs> no, a bunch of Howard the Ducks. I've seen Duck Planet, and I don't want to revisit it. No, you don't need to. Yuck. At, at all. Um, <laughs> so, what else? What else, guys? Um, Fire in the Sky. This movie holds the fuck up, also. Yeah, I don't think it's great... been rivaled. Like, can you think of... What other... Alien movies have have actually like stuck with you like this one, or the really one been as effective. Communion. Communion, Communion is, is really weird though. It's what is pretty it? weird. Communion with uh, Christopher Walken about uh, oh, what's this fucking that guy? That's Anyways. also based on a true story. Quote yeah. on floating air quotes. Oh, that story is a lot crazier though. <laughs> yeah, that one's I, all about. Like, um, it's all, is it in the mind? It's all playing out in his mind. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in 25 years or something. Yeah. Mm. I've never seen it. Uh, Communion sounds like uh, it would be a religious movie. Yeah, it's a, uh, there are parts of it that are terrifying, but a lot of the movie is just Christopher Walken just off script going like, hell, whoa, hell, <laughs> like, for like 20 minutes at a time. Well, that's oh, what you, you want out of a Christopher Walken performance, I think. Sure, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you? That, that sounds great. <laughs> uh, well, um, you know what I liked recently is that one with, um, with uh, what's her face, Under the Skin with, uh, no, oh, man, Scarlet MCU Johansson? Girls, yeah, Scar Jo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a good movie. It's really good. It's 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 uh, you kind of can't get it out of your head. Kind of good. Like I, I had know, to. Yeah. That one. There were scenes like after fi- watching it, I had to rewatch like a couple times because it was just so. Whoa, that's so cool! And the soundtrack. Ugh. I was very surprised yeah. by that movie. It doesn't get talked about enough. Sort of like no, Fire it- in the Sky. <laughs> also, my favorite part of that movie uh, are her tits. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, that, goes without, that really? goes without saying. That goes without saying. I was just it, saying what everyone else is thinking. Well, it's, it sounds. <laughs> it sounds Oops. like you're a, a normal uh, gentleman because that's that stayed with you. What stayed with you was the naked man being reduced into paper thin. Like, oh, that part was fucked up. Uh, he just gets like that. sucked up all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. just like it, it is, you know, in a snap, just like boop. Oh, now you are might two, be worth it. Yeah, that, you know. That, that's not the one to dwell on. I mean, ScarJo and her titties, that's one thing, but that naked man, I was only able to finish once with thinking about that guy, you know. Oh, my God. Only Just once. Just once. You know. I know, and that's pretty low for me. And one in an <laughs> almost. in fire in the sky? One in a no, that's... close. Close, but I got chafed. <laughs> Spent too much time. <laughs> Well, we're 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 getting over an hour here, so we should probably wrap up Fire in the Sky. Oh God damn it! Oh, okay, <laughs> oh, we were just getting to the good part with the <laughs> yeah, with the whack yeah, so, and the talk. Um, good stuff. Um, what are we wrapping final, up Fire in the Sky? Thoughts, what or? is this? 
What is this hour mark, secret hour mark in your head anyway, Matt? That's, that that's the Macabre Cast hour mark. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you just made that up just now. It's the Matt mark. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Fire in the sky. I don't know why I said it's this out loud. It's my show, really. goddammit. You know, I, I just, I really think that this movie isn't talked about enough. I think it's not appreciated enough. I think it should be spoken about with some of these yeah. bigger movies, you know. you know, I was watching a YouTube show the other day, and someone mentioned to these guys, you ever seen Fire in the Sky? And they were, like, in their early 20s. And, like, no, what's that? I'm like, oh, you fuckers. And these guys do a, a paranormal show on YouTube. Wow. And they hadn't seen Fire in the Sky. It made me so upset. Yeah, I'd be real I'd be real curious to see what, you know, someone today that was that's my age when I saw it um, would think about it. But I, I am not willing. Okay, so I have children, <laughs> by the way. Oh, and, hey. um, I'm constantly curious about, like, you know, it's hard to determine, like, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. You know, this movie, we didn't mention it, but it's a PG-13 horror movie. Is it? Wow, okay. Which is, I know. Isn't that surprising? But, I mean, if you... It's PG-13. It's really surprising. Different standards. I don't think... I don't think it's appropriate. I would not show this to my kids. They would scare the fucking shit out of them. And I am not ready to, like, be up dealing with those nightmares. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the the ring is PG-13. And that has a lot of, like, shocking, like, Mm. little moments, you know? That's surprising, too. Isn't this fucked up that all the MPAA cares about is titties? Yeah, Scarlett Joe's uh, titties weren't in this movie, so they're like, oh, PG-13. That, that, yeah. that garnered that movie in R. <laughs> garnered that movie in R. They would rather have they would rather they would rather have me having crazy nightmares about alien abductions than like discovering myself, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> at age thirteen or whatever. Like, what's the problem with that? <laughs> you should show your kids the abduction scene tonight and see how they react oh, to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. How old are they? What are they eight? Oh, yeah. I I got a uh, eight year old, a six year old, and oh, a baby. Oh wow! I got that right yeah. on. Uh, show the show them all that scene. <laughs> well, you know when I was eight, I had no. seen all yeah. the nightmare movies. So <laughs> right, on, oh, and only and one of just them. Fine. Yeah, only one of them <laughs> scarred me. So <laughs> well, okay. Um, it was the cockroach girl turning into a cockroach. Oh, you can't get, uh, well, and getting I'm stuck not, on the in the Roach Motel. You know that's a was it a specific that, that scene? Is, that is pretty good. I, I am not a fan of uh, body horror in general. So like, yeah, that mm, did isn't that one brutal? That that one that scene, the cockroach scene, and then in uh, I think it was five when uh, the fellow's on the motorcycle and his skin's being pulled back and, oh, and all that stuff. I yeah. always awesome. remember that. It's, no, it yeah. is awesome. But when I was a kid, I was like, hey, what? What's going on over this in this corner of the room while this scene is happening? Hmm. Uh. <laughs> well, and then I turned back. Tell your parents, I don't want a motorcycle. Okay. Yeah. Well, my parents forced me to watch it. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna watch this. Hold your eyes open. They get like some kind of clockwork orange clockwork. kind of situation. That's oh, absolutely. Up. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, putting eye had, drops in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, we had ah, Be- Beethoven it's not right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, some. But still, I would, I would feel more comfortable showing my kids something corny like a, a child's play movie or a Nightmare on Elm Street movie before this. Wow, somehow. Really? Okay, I could I, just personally. Sure. This shit scarred me more than any fucking 
Jason Voorhees ever could have when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, Jason Voorhees is silly, so. <laughs> they made it believable <laughs> oh, enough. To oh, that Freddy Krueger, though. <laughs> oh, Freddy, well, well, if I had to pit uh, those two kind of movies together, it's like, I think uh, Freddy is a little... Yeah, Fre- well, n- Nightmare is... Freddy is sillier, but the movies are a little more... Like, the deaths are more serious, whereas in... Friday, it's just oh, you're getting stabbed or you're being banged against a tree. You know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's not no. a big deal. Death. <laughs> not like you're being turned into a video game and then. Um... <laughs> okay, yeah. Once you not get like your head five, is being no. Not like no your head contact. is being exploded by a hearing aid that's turned up too high. Oh yeah, remember that yeah, sprint? Move. Remember those Ooh. sprint commercials, guys? No, the pin drop. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. You don't. <laughs> No, I oh, don't. Yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, yeah, I well, so. well, then, wait, well, we're at the end. Nightmare I on Elm Street know. relies on it. I, I would like to know. Uh, maybe everyone else would. Uh, Ozzy and Matt, where would you put this if you just right now, off the top of your head, this film, top 10 or 5 uh, alien related movie? Where would you put this? Oh, my. Alien related movie? Well, because you just said, oh. like, oh, you love this yeah. movie, and just, you know, yeah. that would be interesting to know. I don't know. I just watched The Arrival with Charlie Sheen because it's on YouTube. I love that movie. Wait. It's so much fun. <laughs> Actually. Was Charlie Sheen in The Arrival? I thought that was Naomi Watts. Yeah. And, uh, and, oh, okay. No, that's uh, that's Arrival. Oh, that's the, Arrival. The oh, Arrival. The Arrival. Oh, the Arrival. Oh, okay, yeah. The 1996 okay, sorry, movie sorry. where Charlie Sheen turns into a Mexican at one point. He does, yeah. And the and the aliens have the back bendy knees. Yeah. <laughs> The chicken legs. Yeah. That's on YouTube if you have YouTube Premium. Of course. Check that out, everybody. Premium? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I'm going to pay for that shit? I'm oh. still in somebody else's account. Well, it's worth I it. Do I do love that, that movie. Ads are terrible. I do love that movie. I love alien movies that actually have to do with, like, um, cover-ups. You know, if it involves a cover-up, that okay. makes it that much better for me. Oh, I wow. think. Yeah. yeah, I would say Fire in the Sky is definitely top five. So, nice. I, like you mentioned, Matt, Contact. I really do like that movie, Contact. I love I know, Contact. I know people think it shit the bed at the end with her ghost dad, you know. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. I think it was a great idea, you know. I think that's super cool. But I, I just love everything leading up to that. Sort of like how this movie, Fire in the Sky, you know, I wouldn't love it so much if it weren't for all the quote-unquote boring stuff leading up to it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. What well, like, like really Willy Wonka? Bad. I'm really bad at ranking. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> well, because like, yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like you have 45 minutes before we get into the factory. You know, it's like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> when you're a kid, it's agony, but when you're an adult, it's like, oh, that's the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, if you go I ahead, and, would, if you go ahead would... and skip that fucking cheer up Charlie song, then you just have 40 oh, minutes. Oh God! So do yeah, that yeah. next time. <laughs> Every I wish someone would intercut the fizzy lifting drink scene with him stuck in that big beehive with the bodies and have him and Uncle Charlie floating. That'd be, that'd be great. Uh-huh, that would be pretty good. They all float I like that. <laughs> oh, um, anyway. Um, yeah, I love this movie. I'm, I'm sorry it doesn't get talked about more. I'm sorry that... A lot of these actors didn't go on to do better things, you know. Yeah. Well, you're championing it right now, so more people are going to be asking Paramount, hey, hey why is it on streaming? Yeah, tens of people will be asking about it after this. <laughs> At least. 
At mo- yeah. And I'm sorry, at most, at most. Yeah. Well, those <laughs> ten people will tell ten people, and those ten people will not will just forget you or their friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, John L. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Where you can uh, we can find you. Thanks so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. We got to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you're on the well, Film Fights podcast. Uh, yes. And you're um, with a co-host. That's right. Uh, my co-host, uh, Conrad Hartman. Uh, it's filmfightspodcast.com. Or you can go on the Instagram where we are, Film Fights Podcast. Uh, and yeah, we do we do a show every week. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Super fun. Yeah, we try to do live shows. We have a live show coming. Uh, well, me and Conrad, we do a, a stand-up duo show, the Con and John show. We do that every uh, month at uh, Dallas Comedy Club. Um, that's but, so oh, that's cool. cool. How long have you been? All, how long have you been doing that? Uh, the Con and John. Uh, yeah. Only a f- only a few months now, but um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we get a local comic to do a feature spot uh, as well, and uh, yeah, we're hoping to get another film fights live. The last one we did, we did all the Nightmare and Elm Street movies in October. That was a lot. That was a blast, and uh, we're hoping to get oh, another sweet. one for the summer. And we don't know what we're going to do, but we got to have one. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Well, that's good times. Look out for that, everybody. And also, um, keep an eye out for whatever show comes next on this network. I don't know what it'll be because we're just not that fucking organized. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> but we can almost assure that we will be back next Sunday for a new Frank Walker Wonder Hour. And, Jono, if, right. if you'd like to come back for that, come on back. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah it sounds great. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. And I, uh, I'll be We'll there. be getting into that. Yeah, we'll be getting into that. We'll be talking about a little cat's eye, amongst Ooh. other things. Yeah. Week. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah check out every, all the shows on Gangline Assembly, um, all the Instagrams. Check out MacabreCast uh, show on uh, uh, MacabreCast clips on YouTube and uh, hit me up on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. It was a great show. All right. Bye-bye, yeah, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.